Schooltech Hurley's the only GA approved synthetic Hurley on the market are now proud sponsors of the Backdoor GAA Club Hurling Championship Show. Cooltech Hurleys come in sizes from size 24 right up to size 36, with colour options available from size 24 up to size 32. Buy online at www.cooltech.ie. Hello and you're welcome to the Backdoor Hurling Show. Um, club Championships getting to the business end now. No better man to talk about it than Roy Jacob. Um, I suppose, firstly, starting with the Galway Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinals, um, Rory. Climber Daly coming up against St. Thomas's. St. Thomas's very strong spine of Alderberg's David, Finton, Haina, then Connor and Shane Cooney as well. And a nice TJ Ryan obviously involved as well. They're looking very strong. They're coming up against a Climber Daly team who are probably in bonus territory. Probably didn't expect to get this fair. Have Brian Cannon and Brian Burke in attack, but from from talking to different people and in the media, everyone's just thinking that this is going to be a routine win for St Thomas's. Really, yeah, actually, you'd, you'd imagine so, Paul. Looking for again, not knowing the, the complete scene in Galway myself or anything like it, but from the outside, it it, it very much looked like St Thomas's would be the favourites. For this game, not alone this game, but for the whole championship in Galway, I'd say I'd say at the moment, you know, they, they look they look very strong, especially in that game against Portumna there a few weeks ago. What did they score? Something like four thirty six or something like that. You know, like what, what whatever you say about it, I know I know they're trying to maybe play it down and different things like that, but whatever you say about it, four thirty six is fair scoring and it just shows the the level of ability and sc- and scoring power and firepower they have in their team, you know. It'll be a big, big 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 ass this weekend for Kalimer Daly, as you said. They're they they probably didn't expect to be this far in the championship, and you know they they are in as I said bonus territory. But they won't want to come out of this game with a, with a sort of a deflate and defeat either. You know, it's grand saying you you know you don't have anything to lose, but at the same time, if you're beaten and beaten well, you know it it kind of gives you a kick that 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 you don't want, and 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 they'll be looking for. Possibly to get a good performance first of all, and 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 to bring themselves forward to develop for next year. You know, you have a lot, you have a lot of lot of lads to look after when you're playing against St. Thomas's. Connor Cooney, David Burke, Finton Burke, the, all all the Burks really, all, all those fellas are there, and there's there seems to be Burks Burks in every line of the field. But you know, it, it's going to be an interesting game from from the point of view of how how do how do Kalimer Daly uh, deal with deal with the firepower they have? Are they, are they going to change their own system are they going to maybe play a sweep or are they going to bring men back what are they going to do how are they going to get Brian Concannon and Brian Burke into the game and the forwards because those guys are still going to have to get scores for them to, to win the game you can talk about all the firepower but you have to score yourself as well so it's going to be interesting to see how they'll approach it you know and and again from St Thomas's point of view how will they approach it their mental their mental frame of mind now they're being told they're, they're, they're this super team up in Galway so again that, that, that that's 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 one that has to be dealt with, but you'd fancy them to come out on top in the end of it, I think. Yeah, and it's like it's amazing with St Thomas's. It's such a small area. It's three different parishes, only a few roads in the parish, and what they've achieved has been amazing. But when you're looking at their group, um, they got over the line against Castle Garrett coming back from the dead, ten points down at one stage, and came back to win that. They met Portumna, but Portumna are really a team now in transition and scraped over the line against Sarasfields. I know there is a lot being talked out, talked up about them, but really, aside from the Castle Gare game, they were always kind of leading against Sarasfields. They haven't been tested, and I suppose one thing Clamour Daly would kind of have to be looking at is if you can keep it out wide against Thomas's, you'll have much more of a chance. If you do play with Thomas's down the centre, you're not going to have much of a chance. And I suppose they'll have to spread it wide and keep it out in the wings to have any chance. If you look, that's what Ballyhale Shamrock's done when they won and Bar City. They kept it out wide. And that's something Climber Daly are going to have to do. Yeah, sure. That's that's where that's where you know, as you said, that that's where you you can possibly make some hay against them. You know, if if you play it out wide, and again going back to Concannon and Bork up front, you know, they 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 will want space as well, and they'll they'll want 
they'll they, they'll want to create a system where that happens. I I, I would imagine if I if I was looking at it from the outside, that that's the type of system you'd be going for. You'd pro you'd probably be going for some sort of a maybe a, a triangle, maybe in the full forward line with one in front and and and, and two inside, or maybe two uh, two in front and one one inside deep, and there's space on either side. On the on the other side of it, then they could go another way where they play a sweeper back and. They're maybe playing one inside and maybe four lads in a half forward line and trying trying to trying to make hay there and leave maybe Concanon inside on his own. I, I don't. I again, I've never seen Kalimer Daly play, but there's a lot of things that they that they have to think about there from from the point of view. You know, you said about St Thomas's with 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 maybe pulling pulling families and different things like that. That that's the that's the big thing with a club team. You know, when when you, when you have a few strong families coming through the Coonies and the Burks and things like that, that's really massive for a club team. You see you see most of the really really successful club teams in the past. They've always had they've always had a, had had a I suppose a family feel to it. And St Thomas's are no different really. Yeah, they, they've probably haven't haven't shown their 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 true potential this year really to be honest, but. At the same time, I, I I think this is the this is the time for more that they'd be gearing up for all year to get to a quarter final. They probably would have felt earlier on the year, Thomas, is that they probably would come out of that group and to be really gearing themselves up for 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 the quarter final. The first game they played was against Castlegar, and you know they were nearly caught on the day. Though I think they were ten points down earlier early on in it. And sometimes with 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 I suppose the the favourite team in a club championship, especially they can be a little bit maybe. Sleepy in the first game, and they're not really, really alive to it. And that happened with Ballyhale. You've seen against Tullerone as well. So you know this will be the time to start seeing our Thomas is really, really on form. Are, are are they getting back to where they want to be? And again, Kilimer Daly, they're going to have to set up a system to 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 uh, make hay against them. But it's it's easier said than done. You know when when you've all that firepower that and all the players and experience that St Thomas's have. You know, you'd expect them to get over the line. Absolutely, and uh, the second uh, quarter final, Capitagal versus Ascrofona. I don't know if you see Ascrofona's late win uh, doing the rounds there on Twitter. Uh, five points down, two goals in injury time. Um, I suppose it's great to see for the area of Ascrofona. They're picking really from Caltra. Caltra obviously would have had a successful club team in the early two thousands, but. When you have the two Mannions and Sean Blaheen who's been trying to break into the Galway team and it looks like he f finally could. And then Mark Kelly and Owen Delaney seem to be hurling very well this year. But five points down in injury time and the game before that to get through, uh, they bet Mullia with two late goals again. So they've been leaving it late in a lot of games. They're coming up against the Capitagal team who have lost three semi-finals in the last three years. And my question, could they get back here? But Capitagal have got back here. Yeah, and we, we we were talking about that a few weeks ago. You know, it's it's an amazing story with Hasgra, really. You know, to be honest, they're they're I think they're only farmed maybe 20, 30 years ago in Galway. It's not it's not that long ago that they're farmed, and you know, I I, I they're, they're they're into their first time ever in a, in a quarter final, so far as I know, and it's probably probably massive bonus territory for them. But you know, when you have the the class of the two Mannions playing with you. You'll always have a chance, you know, and, and then if you have lads coming in behind them and, and, and doing their bit, you'll always have a chance. Sure, the goal was unbelievable last weekend. I've seen I've seen it on on, on, on Twitter there a few times. And Cahill Mannion, I think, drove the ball maybe a hundred yards from his own twenty-one yard line. And wherever Parig ended up, I, I I think he's playing in the middle of the field then, but he, he ended up in the forwards at this stage in, in the end of the game and they seemed to be throwing everything at it and, and he got the ball and buried it. So it was an unbelievable finish for them and and great for them, great for them, you know. Capital Tagel on the other side of it, as you said, we were saying about them a few weeks ago. You know, they they they've beat, been beaten in three three semi-finals in a row, and they're 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 back in a quarter final again. So that's a good sign for me, to be fair with them. You know, they're they're, they're not they're not sort of they're not sort of fading away into the background and saying, you know, we've been beaten in three semi-finals and we're going to disappear. You know, we're coming, they're coming again, and I think I think looking at it probably from the outside again. You'd probably fancy Capital Tigel to have enough to get over this weekend, you know. Uh, 
a half squad. They, they, they've scraped over a few games, and you know maybe maybe it's maybe it's the little bit of luck they've had earlier on in the year that that gets them through. But that shows massive spirit in them and, and spirit in the club. But you you probably fancy Capitagal to have a little bit too much on the day for them. But you know with with, with the spirit and 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 the the guile and and, and experience of the Manions, they'll definitely give them a game, and I, I don't think there'll be a whole lot in this. Yeah, exactly, and I I think I agree with you there. I think you can get goals later on in two games, but as the championship progresses on, I think them your your luck is just not going to get you there. But in saying that, Capitagal have been there, and I suppose the one thing Capitagal will be hoping is if they can win this quarter final, they'll be hoping they don't get league medals because they've lost them the last three years. But when you have the two Mannions, Ja and Donald for Capitagal, James Gell, I just think that bit of know-how and experience just be enough for Capitagal because it's the Hasbro's first quarter final and that's a massive occasion for a club. Oh, it's 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 huge, especially especially when you've never you've never been there. You know, to get to the get to the quarter final of a, of a very strong championship like Galway, you know, is not is not easy. There's there's very very strong and traditional clubs gone out of the championship already there and. You know, they've they've made it there. You know, you you said to me maybe they don't want to meet Liam Mellows in 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 a, in a semi final. I think in a strange way, if it was me, I'd be I'd be looking for I'd be sort of looking towards playing Liam Mellows. To be honest with you, I think if 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 they got through, I I I think that you know, just from the point of view of getting to the final and motivation, there's a huge amount of motivation there to 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 play against a team like Mellows, and as well as that, then you know. Just on on the I suppose the bragging right side of it, even if they were if they were to get to a final and not beat Mellows, you know, it's kind of a thing that Mellows could throw back at them and say, you know, you didn't beat us. So if I was if I was a Capital Tagle player, I wouldn't mind coming up Mello, against Mellows at all. I think there'd be nothing there'd be nothing expected of them to beat them, and you know, Mellows all the all the pressure would be on them to win. And I think there's a lot of motivation there for them. I I I think it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to. Deal with the game this weekend, and if they get to a semi-final, how how they how they how they can push on and develop themselves that way. Yeah, then the third uh, quarter-final: Turlockmore versus Sarsfields. Turlockmore have been one of those standout clubs that have been winning the minors, the under twenty ones, the All Ireland failures. Very experienced team: Ronan Burke, uh, Dahi Burke, playing Dahi Burke at midfield which could be something Galway maybe might possibly try out later in the year. Connor Walsh as well has been a Galway minor, um, and Kevin Hussey is kind of featured for Galway as well. They're coming up against the Sarsfields team, which featured three, not one, but three Coonies, Kevin, Joseph and John, then Kevin Hines at fullback, and Alex Kinnear, a young minor uh, at Deja Square, and Darren Marcy as well. It's probably the tie of the weekend, and I suppose... For Turlock Moore to finally get over the line and go, there's been so much talk about them. They really have to beat a team like Sarasfields in a knockout stage to really progress them on. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's a, it's an interesting one with Turlock Moore. Uh, they're a team that I I personally probably wouldn't know that much about, but at the same time, from from listening to things down in Wexford, you'd always hear about. Turlock Moore and teams saying Turlock Moore are the coming team in Galway and Turlock Moore are one of the favourites in Galway and yet over the last seven or eight years I haven't seen them maybe in in in, in too many real big days in the in the Galway Championship to to be in, in around maybe quarter final stage a lot and maybe haven't got over the line so I think I think it's it's probably a, it's kind of a a time for them to push on you know and 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 get a big result against a big team like Sarsfields and. You know, this is a, this is a huge game this weekend. Looking at it from from the outside again, this is the, this is the standout uh, fixture, really. You know, Sarsfields, a, a traditional team, as we as we uh, as everybody knows. You know, they they, they won their club all Ireland's in in the nineties, and you know they're, they're they're backboned again by by a group of coonies, and that that was that was the same as it was back back in the nineties as well. You know, and it's it's it's. It's 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 very very interesting that 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 they're that they're back in 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 competing again strong. I know they won a championship maybe five or six years ago, but they're back again, going again, going again for it. So for Turlock Moore, it's going to be a big big challenge. If if I was if I was Turlock Moore this weekend, to be honest with you, looking at it again, we spoke about we spoke about uh, Joseph Cooney for 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 Sarsfields. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I I I'd, I'd be putting Dahi Burke on him to be honest with you, and, and seeing can can you 
can you curb his his influence on the game and 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 go from there? I think Dahi Burke, obviously, he's a great player. I, th- I think he's he's probably the best fullback in the country. He'd probably play anywhere on the field. But for me, if I was going out against 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 Sarsfields this weekend, I I try and shut down Joseph Coney, curb his influence, and see where you go from there. And then I think Turlock Moore will probably have 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 a good bit. Good, good bit of craft them to bring them forward then from there, but that that's that's the key for them. Who are they, who are they, how are they going to hold him? You know, and, and and if they can hold Joseph Cooney and curb his influence, I think they'll go a long ways towards winning it. May, maybe I don't I don't know what what role Fergal Moore or somebody plays these these days from midfield actually this year. He's playing he's playing midfield. You know, another very very experienced man again. But if I was Turlock Moore, I'd be I'd be making it very tight at the back. And I'd be I'd be opening out the space up front for the, for their crafty forwards to, to 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 possibly you know make hay up front. Absolutely, notify Joseph Cooney and have a huge chance. The final quarter final and Lee Mellows, who've been there thereabouts the last few years getting to county finals, coming up against Loch Grey. Uh, the funny thing here is Jeffrey Linsky, a Lee Mellows man, is involved with Loch Grey, so he'll know a lot about them. And Ty Heron and David Collins still very central for uh, Lee Mellows, and then you've Johnny Coon, uh, Johnny Cohn, and Joseph Mooney, uh, very impressive for Lockray and Lockray being a common side as well. Um, this is possibly where there could be an upset here. Lee Mellows have rode their luck the last two days out against Ordmore and Gort. I think this where where there could be an upset, Rory. Yeah, possibly you're 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 right. The, the thing about Liam Mellows, they're they're not really what you'd call a star-studded sort of a team. You know, they're they're a workman-like team. They've been they've been consistent, very consistent in Galway over the last two or three years. To be fair to them, they won a championship I think in eighteen, I think seventeen, eighteen anyway, and they were in the final last year again. So you know, Louis Mulqueen is there there over them, and he's he's again a, a top-class man over a team, and he'll have them brought out well, but. You know they haven't been going that impressively this year, but possibly again it's again I I wouldn't really read a huge amount into that yet. You know I I think the quarterfinal stage is the real time that a team like most of the big teams will come to the fore. You know and if if Liam Mellows are going to get get back and get get competing for the championship again, they they would have been looking early on at you know getting to a quarterfinal and trying to peak for that period. You know and and they're at, they're there this weekend and. They're coming up against Loch Ray, who who are who who are a good young team, really looking at it from the outside. Again, not a huge amount of household names in it, but I I was looking through their management team today, and I didn't notice. I saw Jeffrey Linsky there, and I said to myself, "Is is that the Jeffrey Linsky with the, who was with the Galway Miners?" And you know, if he's if he's there involved with them, I I think they must have a good team. You know, I I think they they they, they look to be ambitious. They look like. You know they're getting in like a fella like him to 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 give them the extra little bit bit that could get them over the line and push them forward. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic. You know how does he deal? How does Jeffrey deal with coming up against his own club? I know myself. Geez, I wouldn't like it to be honest with you. I think you're 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 coming up against your own your own team, your own your own friends, whatever it is, and it's 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 not an easy one to deal with. So it's going to be very very interesting this weekend how that how that how that pans out, but. If I was going to call it, to be honest with you, I'd, pr- I'd probably go for Lock or, or Lock Ray on it and 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 give them the shout with with Jeffrey Linsky giving that giving them that little edge that that about the Liam Mellow players that they probably haven't had before. Um, moving to the Limerick Senior Hurling Championship uh, at the quarter final stage here again, Napierci coming up against Bally Brown, uh, Declan Fanning over Napierci um, this year. Obviously, the loss of Shane Dowling is will take its toll for Napierci. May possibly when they come up against the Patricks, whether Kilmallock who are waiting in the semi-finals, but still they have a star-studded team, Mike Casey, Peter Casey, David Dempsey, Adrian Breen, David Breen, Kevin Downs. Still a very impressive team. They're coming up against probably a Bally Brown team that are in uh, bonus territory here again and not really any county players and I think Napierci losing that Kilmallock game might have been no harm for them. It might have been the wake-up call they needed. Yeah, sure. That's that's something you need sometimes, you know, as as a team. You're you're kind of maybe 
uh, getting ahead of yourself and th thinking towards playing in a, in a semi-final or a final and you, you kind of get caught. And for Napierschig, I think that was the best time of the year, obviously, to get caught, you know, because they had an opportunity to get back into the championship, whereas last year they were beaten, I think, in the final and, you know, it's it's a disaster and you've no, you've no way of coming back until the following year or so. I think the Piercy are, are are very very dangerous. It's going to be it's going to be a big big ask for Bally Brown. They're they're going to be up against it. The Piercy are, are a hugely experienced team. They've they've all the class. They've all the county players. And you know you fancy them this weekend. Obviously they get back into a semi final against against Patrick Sweller, Kilmallock, and 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 then the real battles in Limerick will start. And and we'll see. We'll see who's going to get over the line. But, you know, Napiersig with Declan Fanning over him. I think he was a selector last year on with, with Michael Ryan. He's been he's been promoted, I suppose, into, into manager. So, you know, they didn't keep him on for no reason either. So they must be they must be very, very in, must be he must he must bring a lot to the table as well, you know. And it's go, it's gonna be interesting how they line out the team, how how are they playing, but they'll have enough class this weekend to win, I think. Then um, the other quarterfinal, I suppose if there's going to be an upset, you'd have to expect it to be this game, um, Dune versus South Liberties. Dune will be very disappointed, um, could have went directly straight into the semi-final, but Patrick's well through with them and on high score, high in scoring difference went through. But Dune's still very impressive uh, team. The uh, loss for the English is obviously massive for them, a top class defender, but still Darrow, Donovan, Pat Ryan. Michael O'Brien, um, a very impressive spine. But saying that South Liberties have young Brian Ryan and Barry Nash, and Barry Nash has heard him very well for Limerick this year as well. And I suppose they really need to be looking to them two lads and others to step up if they're to pull up a sh pull off a shot this weekend. Yeah, but this this seems to me to be an even enough game. I think there's not going to be there's not going to be a huge amount between these teams. You know, it's going it's going to really come down. And I've said it before in 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 a lot of these games. You know who who brings the the correct intensity, who brings the right focus, and who can bring something that's a little bit different than the other team is not expecting. You know, and you know South Liberties, they they're, they're not a team that I'd be hugely uh, I know that much about really. But you know, with, with with Nash and those fellas in there, you know they have they have the the guile and the experience of of inter county uh, inter county game, and then the 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 Dune team. You know, the loss of Richie English is an interesting one because. You know, he he would be the linchpin of their back line and you know they have they have O'Donovan and they have Ryan up further up the field, but their back line without Richie English could be a little bit, you know, vulnerable there. And you know, I, I think South Liberties have a chance in this game, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be very, very close. But as you said, if there's going to be a shock this weekend in the Limerick Championship, I think it's going to come there. And if South Liberties can get into the game early and and and, and get their intensity up and tackle very, very hard and get the turnovers in, they're going to have a chance in this. And I'd give, I'd give them a 50-50 and possibly if I was to call it, I, I, I'd go for a one or two point win for, for South Liberties. And I suppose moving to the action in the capital uh, this weekend, uh, the Dublin Senior Hurling Championship semi-finals, and probably the most open semi-finals there's ever been in Dublin, starting with Nafina versus Ballyboden. Um, you, you asked, me previously couldn't have been a killer granny and it looks like they did in the quarter final coming up against Ballyboden and um, obviously having Conor McHugh available is massive and Donald Burke up top has been shooting the lights out and Martin Quilty actually used to play with Dublin scoring 1-2 against Falls the last day and I suppose Joe Fortune over Ballyboden and probably one thing it'll be making this game into is a physical battle because Nafina have all the class they have the speed and they, if if you make mistakes, they will punish you. But it's just you feel if Ballyboden can make it into a physical battle with Conal Keeney, Paul Ryan, Simon Lambert, Shane Dirk, and these boys, that they might just be able to dig it out. Yeah, you see, for 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 Nafina, they're coming up against the old masters this weekend. You know, the, the Ballyboden have been the dominant team in Dublin probably over the last fifteen years, and you know they're coming up against the, the Paul Ryan's, the Keenies, the Durkums. The McMorrows, the Lamberts, all these fellas who have who have maybe seven, eight, nine county medals. You know, a huge amount of inter-county experience, a lot of know-how when it comes to a semi-final stage. And they're going to go in this weekend, saying to themselves, you know, Nafina, all the talk is about them. You know, they're they're the common team. They're the they're the new hot shots in Dublin, and we're going we're going to bring this into a battle. So so for Nafina, you know, I said it to you before that they're going to have to be prepared to kill their granny. 
they're going to have to be prepared to kill their granny and their grandfather this weekend <laughs> against Bowden because you know it's going it's going to be a battle. You know, there's no doubt about it. Parnell Park is 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 a very very tight hurling pitch, and it's not easy to get space in it. So Bowden will be will be making it a physical game, a physical encounter. But I I, I think if 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 Nafina bring the right intensity and the right focus to it, and they're prepared to get in there and do do maybe the more ugly things, the tackling, the the turnovers, the the possibly you know standing up, standing up shoulder to shoulder and and, and face to face against the Valley Bowden boys and saying we're not going to stand down here. I I think looking at it, I think they might possibly have too much legs for Valley Bowden in the end of it, but. When 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 you're looking at it, they're very impressive so far. They've scored 420 against Fogs the other day. You know, Donald Burke is 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 a very impressive player for me. I, I don't know where he's been with Dublin. Maybe in the last years has he been injured or something? But you know, he scored he scored 210 the other day. You know, that's that's serious shooting in any man's books. You know, Shane Barrett is there in in midfield in the backs, possibly well as well. Another another impressive uh, inter county back for me to be honest with you and you know to have Connor McHugh and lads like that up there there with them as well so they're they're, they're a serious outfit Nafina they're they're going to be they wouldn't be overly happy with their performance the last day really and they were only five points up at half time playing with a very strong win so they they have a lot to work on and and you know but I I do think myself Bowden are going to going to pose a huge challenge you know with Joe Joe Fortune with them he's 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 very experienced man. He's going to bring that to to the game. But you know, I've been there before myself. When when you're a younger team coming up against the, the old experienced uh, a team team that's there, and if you don't bring that fight to the game and that 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 physical edge to the game and that bit of cockiness, I suppose, to the game, you you'll be very very soon swallowed up by 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 an experienced team. So that's why I'm saying to you. Nafina are going to have to bring it this weekend like they've never brought it before because Bowden will put it up to them. They'll sniff a chance to get back into a final. You know, some of these lads for Bowden are are maybe on their last few years playing and they're they're not going to give up a semi-final very, very easily. You know, but I I, I kind of like the look of Nafina, to be honest with you, from the outside. They've, they've had a lot of underage success and I think it's time for them to push on, you know. They beat Kula earlier on in the year, and you, you don't beat Kula if you're a bad team. You know you're you're you definitely have a lot of a lot of a lot of players that are worthwhile. So if they're prepared to bring it this weekend, I I'd probably go for Nafina to get over the line, and you know both Bowden are definitely going to put it up to. Yeah, and then the other uh, semi-final, Kula versus Lucan. Uh, Lucan probably have pulled off the biggest shock of the hurling club championship this year, defeating Kilmacud. And like we talked about their leaders stepping up, uh, your Peter Kellys, your Johnny McCaffrey's, your Paul Crummy, your Chris Crummy, and even this young Ben Coffey inside looks like a dangerous forward. Um, and Luke and Aaron's going to fear Kula because after beating probably Kilmacud, the favourites for the championship, and comprehensively really uh, Kilmacud getting a late goal. But in saying that, Kula really never trailed against Bridget's at all and looked very impressive. Um, it's, it's another hard one to call. Um, I wouldn't be surprised here if Lucan can really, if Lucan can bring this game into the last five minutes, that's when they'll have to fence, take their chances, really. Yeah, sure. That's the key for them to stay in the game and be be, be there when it when when it when it matters with 10, 15 minutes left. You know, if they're there with 10, 15 minutes left, they they have they have leaders and the players there to, that 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 can definitely get them over the line. You know, the crummies there. Like we've spoken loads of times about Chris Crummy, but what a player to be honest with you. Like he's he's up playing centre forward with the club, five points from play against Kill McCud and just just an absolute dog of a man. You know, he's 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 everywhere really, you know. The the athleticism, the hurling ability, the leadership he has is just fantastic. And I I think it's interesting going forward for Dublin this year as well with him. Are they gonna play him up the field or is he gonna be back in the backs? You know, that's 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 a big call now for Mahi Kenny to make and it could be it could be possibly something Dublin would be looking at because they've been maybe lacking that that real, uh, I suppose, marquee man up in the forwards, and he could be the man to do it for them. You know, uh, to be honest, last week against Bridget's Kula looked very very slick. You know, I thought they I thought they were looking like they were they were coming back to their their their, their old farm and 
as I kind of said to you before the Bridges game, I said this this will show us where where cool are, and you know they seem to be very very slick, and they seem to be a team who have who have maybe their tails up now, and they're sort of they're sort of in a place now of like as I said to you before the Bridges game, people were doubting them, and they're sort of saying sort of doubt us now kind of a thing. That's the, that's the attitude I think that's out there. You could hear Willie Marr speaking about the about it after the game, and he was saying you know people were writing us off and. People are talking about us being being in 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 decline and things like that, and that's definitely going to be part of the motivation in their dressing room. You know, I thought it was interesting as well. I didn't know it, but David Herity from Kilkenny yeah. is involved with them as well, and you know he's going to bring that edge to them as well because he, he's an edgy sort of a character himself, and he would have been used obviously used to being in the Kilkenny thing where you're winning year after year after year, and how do you get yourself ready and right to go again and you know, I think I think it's a very interesting one from Willie Maher's point of view that he's brought in somebody like him in, on board with him because he's going to bring that little bit extra to it. You know, really and truly, it's going to be interesting to see how how Lucan can deal with the system that Cool are playing, and that's the key to it. You know, the, la- the last day in the semi or in the quarter final, David Tracy was kind of playing in a very very free role out in the middle of the field, and that 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 allowed. Possibly, I think the idea of it is to, is to either get Tracy free or Darrell O'Connell, who's kind of playing in the half-back line free. And the last day, Darrell O'Connell seemed to be free an awful lot of the time. And if you if you allow him to be free for for Kula, he's gonna he's gonna run him up because he's again a very very fast player, a good player on the ball. He can score, he can make scores, and he's creating overlaps. So it's going to be interesting how how Luke can deal with that and if they can come up with a plan to stifle Darrell O'Connell and David Tracy and these lads, you know, it's going to be, they're going to have a chance. But remember, and it's it's very, very dangerous, but Conor Callahan wasn't playing the last day, you know, so is he going to be back for the semi-final? The talks from, from the media and, th- and things was that he was going to be back, so if he's back, you know, that that's, that's an even bigger challenge because you know, obviously we know he, of his football credentials, but Conor Callan in Hurland is probably the best club Hurland full forward around. Anyway, I've never seen him play inter-county Hurland, but in a club sense, he's definitely, you know, the man there. And if he's if he's playing inside for Lucan or against Lucan, they're going to have even more things to, to worry about. So I'd probably, I, I think it's, it's pretty obvious, but I'd be going for Kula to win the game. Their experience and their know-how and the amount of players they have like when you go through it, you're looking at the players, they've O'Connell, they've Conor Callahan, they've David Tracy, they've Shute, they've, they've Cronin up in the forwards, they've, they've Keno Callahan back in the backs. I haven't even mentioned Sean Moran and Sean Tracy, you know, there's lads everywhere for them. You know, Sean, Sean Moran, again, an interesting one from their point of view, he's playing centre forward this year. You know, again, he he used to be their centre back, but he's up, up in the forwards now again, bringing that extra dimension up there. And again, it, there's a lot of players to worry about for Luke, and so I'd probably go for go for Kula uh, by maybe nine or ten points. To be honest with you, I, I think they'll have too much, but I, I would have to say I'd, I'd admire hugely the 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 Luke and boys and and the Crummies and Peter Kellys and the Jack Mc, or the Johnny McCaffreys of the world. They're they're, they're top class players and top class men, and they definitely won't won't. Give it easy to cool if I fancied him to come out in the end cool by maybe nine or ten points. Yeah, then two games in the Westmead Senior Hurling Championship, Loch Glen Gales versus Devlin, Raharney versus Castle Pollard. Moving on to the Tipperary Senior Hurling Championship um semi-finals. Um Nina coming up against Lockmore. We talked about Nina could have been a dark horse and Jake Morris looks to be in splendid form. 3-6 the last day against Turles Sarris Fields. Barry Heffernan and Tommy Heffernan heard it very well as well. Um, possibly this could be a real shootout between John McGrath and Jake Morris. Um, Lockmore have been week in, week out now between the football and Ireland. And then you're throwing Noel McGrath in as well and Brian McGrath. But Nina looked very impressive to beat Turles Sarris Fields 3-12 to 1-7. Uh, you definitely, you know, we, we were, we were, we, 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 we would have said Nina were dark horses, but at the same time, we were, I, I, I was fancying Tarlow Sarsfields to, to, to get back and maybe win the championship in tips. So, you know, you'd have to say it was a very impressive result last week, and you know, really, it, really, it stemmed from obviously Jake Morris's performance, but their, their, their performance in the first half was really the, 
the thing this, that 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 got got them over the line three seven to a point at at half time, you know, and and that really put Carlos Arsfield kind of out of sight, you know. Jake Morris, you know, he's 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 a very very interesting player and, and an elusive type of player. He, you know, he'd remind you obviously of Lar Corbett the the way he plays and the the way he moves on the field and even the way he looks with the yellow helmet. So he's. He, he he he's there to look out for this weekend. I think from from Lockmore's point of view, I think something myself. If I was looking at it, and I was just looking at the stats from the game against Nina the last day. Nina scored three twelve, and Jake Morris and Tommy Heffernan got three ten of that between them. So again, that tells you a good bit there now of the story. If you're Lockmore, you have to shut both of them down and and, and get very very tight on them because. Possibly their scoring power outside of those two is not massive. Now that's that's easily uh, that's obviously easier said than done. But again, if you're if you're tactically looking at it from from their point of view, they're the guys that they need to need to keep the ball away from. Whether that's whether that's from a man marking point of view or it's from setting up a system where you get your you have possession of the ball most of the time. I don't know, but that's something that they'll have to be looking at. Lock more are, are are very interesting. You know, it's eight weeks in a row. I think they're 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 playing this week. They're they seem to be they seem to be on the crest of a wave. They're in a football semi final next week. I think you know a hurling semi final this week, and they're they're really it's really the story the the McGraths with Lockmore, You know, the, the, there's four McGraths on it so far as I know. I don't know whether Kieran McGraths is is Noel and John's brother, but you know he had a great game last weekend. Two goals from play, and he 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 got he got he did a lot of hurling, but then you're talking about John, Noel, and Brian. You know, those are those are top class hurlers. Three inter-county men. Sure, John McGrath, Noel McGrath. Everybody knows about them. But what hurlers they are! Like it's unbelievable. The striking, the movement, just everything. They're just so natural, such natural players. And then you then you drop in Brian, their their brother. I think last weekend and so far in the championship, a lot of time he's been playing out the field. He has number three on his back, but he seems to be playing in the middle of the field. So it's going to be interesting this weekend. Are they going to leave him out there? Are they going to, are they going to put him back maybe to play on one of the more marquee forwards for 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 Nina? So again, it, from Nina's point of view, they're creating a lot of chances. To be, they'll be happy in ways with their performance last week, but only five points from playing the second half and 18 wide. So there's still a lot to improve on. And they've been there or thereabouts, Nina, all the time in tip. They're always in a semi-final or a final. So it's probably their time now to push on. But lot more with the spirit that's in their club and the class of the McGraths, they're going, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. But I probably fancy uh, Nina to win it in the end and probably get by into the final and put a big push for the whole championship myself. And then Drum Lynch versus Killadangan uh, in the second game. Drum and Lynch, obviously massive for them, knocking out the county champions Barcelli on penalties um, last weekend. But a massive task this weekend after playing extra time and penalties and how much it took out of them to get over um, Barcelli and probably facing possibly the favourites now who are left in it, Killadangan. And it's just shown the strength of Killadangan. They have a team in the Senior A Championship and then they have a team in the Senior B Championship who are also in the semi-finals and former Tipperary hurler Dara Egan in goals for them. Um, but looking at this Killadangan team, Willie Connors seems to be going very well and probably Billy Seymour, a lad who's done it at under-21 level for Tip, hasn't made the breakthrough yet, but he's hurling very well as well. And Seamus Callan is vital for Drummond Inch, but I just think after last weekend, the Drummond Inch, the amount of effort it took to beat Boris Lee, it might just be too much this weekend. Yeah, sure, in a certain way, and it's, it's probably probably uh, 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 easy for me to say, but the last weekend's game was probably Drummond Inch's final in a lot of ways. You know, they were coming right up against Boris Lee, who hadn't won won the final in maybe 30, 31 or two years in tip, and... They're, they're they're near enough neighbours there, and I'd say I'd say they were they were very very up for that game last weekend, and and you know what what a performance from them really, you know they were what they were six points down I think in 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 nearly injury time, and they got two goals, and then Brendan Marr comes back and gets a gets a, a, a free to level it, and they end up going to penalties, and you know what drama that was, you know three three goals to one in a penalty shootout, sure. 
you know, I'd say I'd say if they, when they woke up that morning, they never thought they'd end up hitting penalties to win the game. But they, they'll take it now. It is, you know, if James Woodlock over the team there now, and you know, I, I, he's had a lot of injuries over the years, but he seemed to, he seems to have brought a lot of steel to the Drummond Inch team. You know, they they played last weekend with a lot of fire, and they they turned over a lot of ball in that game, and. You know he's gonna he's gonna definitely bring that again this weekend. You know he's he's worked under lads like Liam Sheedy with Tip, and you know he'll bring a lot of that fire and a lot of that passion to it. You know, and and they're going they're going to definitely be hard to beat. But for me, the team to beat in Tip all the time this year, I've been saying it for a long time. I think Kill Killadangan are the, are are the team to beat, and and Drummond Inch Drummond Inch are coming up against them this weekend, and I think they'll. They'll probably have a have a little bit too much for them, you know. Kildangan, they, they came over, they beat Tumi Vara last weekend. They got three goals in the game, and you know, Tum put it up to them pretty strongly. But the three goals they got made the difference, you know. As you said, Billy Seymour has been doing a lot of hurling there for them. I think he's playing in, out around the half forward line for them. You know, Dan O'Mara, county footballer for Tip, is playing is playing full forward as well, and. He's a very, very big, big target man for them, and he scored a goal last weekend and made another one. So they have a lot of players around the field. Willie Connors, Paul Flynn got four points last week. So they, they don't have maybe any superstars on the team, but they're like they remind me a good bit like the Shell Milliers and Wexford, who 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 don't probably don't have maybe the, the real big intercounty names, but they have a very, very even team. And you know, Brian Lawler is there over them. A very experienced man as well. He won. He won a Christie Ring with Overkill there a few years ago, and he's back again this year, second or third year over them. And they're, they're, I think they're they're going for their third final in a row this year. And it just as you said, it just shows the strength of the club when you've you've one team in the senior B and the other one in the senior A, and they're they're all pushing each other, and there seems to be a hunger there at the moment. But this game is dangerous for them this weekend. Drum will be dangerous, but. You know, I, I think if they bring the right attitude and the right desire, kill it, and have enough to get over the line. And I'd probably, again, call on it, but I'd be I'd be going for a kill it, Angan, Nina, finding myself, and, and we'll see what happens then in a few weeks' time. Yeah, finally now finishing with the Kilkenny uh, Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinals. Uh, the first quarterfinal, James Stevens coming up against Mullinavat. Mullinavat, probably the surprise package being here, but just showing the strength of the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship. Um, Jackie Terrell and Owen Eckin still very central for James Stevens and Cheddar plunked over them. And after getting to the county final last year, the town are going to want to get back here. And you sh- you would expect them to. Yeah, you'd expect you'd expect James Stevens probably to have too much for Mullinavat, but at the same time, Mullinavat, I've I've came up against them a few times maybe in challenge games and things like that. They're a very well very well brought out team and they're they're. They're a tactical type of a team. Paddy Mullally, former Kilkenny hurler, is, is is involved with them the last few years, and they they play a kind of a a kind of an extra man out the field at times, and a and a tactical system. They're not they're not playing maybe the traditional just up and atom hurling that you'd expect a lot of maybe Kilkenny teams to play. They they play a tactical game, and they're going to bring it to James Stevens this weekend for definite, you know. But James Stevens have been going. Going along nicely in Kilkenny at the moment, you know they, they they were they were beaten in the league shield final there a few weeks ago, but you know they 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 they'll quietly fancy their chances with with a lad like Cheddar Plunkett at the helm there. You know he he's a serious man over a team, and then you've Jackie and Owen Larkin there coming coming in and playing with them as well. They're going to have the experience and the drive to 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 go on from maybe how they played last year in the final. You know they were in the final last year. Probably would have been disappointed a little bit with how the, how they played, and there'll, there'll be a hunger there to get back again. You know, interesting from Mullinavat's point of view. I think John Walsh scored something like two thirteen last weekend, and he's gonna he's gonna have to be looked looked after. He's he's a county minor from a few years ago. You probably remember he 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 shot the lights out in in a few games in county minor level, and you know he two thirteen is a huge score. So if you're James Stevens, you'd you'd, you'd fancy your chances, but you're going to have to be on your on your toes against this Mullinavat team because they're they're not a bad team at all by any means. They don't have a lot of household names, but they've a lot of a lot of very very good hurlers. So James Stevens will fancy will fan will fancy their chances, but they'll have to be on their toes. Yeah, then the second quarter final, O'Loughlin Gales coming up against Aaron Zone. Aaron Zone, obviously, Connor Fogarty, vital for them. And and your O'Loughlin Gales are probably the form team um, after comfortably dispatching Ballyhale, like you'd expect them to get over Aaron Zone. But saying that, 
Aaron's own are kind of a team who can always seem to pull off some sort of a shock. Yeah, Aaron's own again are a very consistent team in Kilkenny. They've again, Connor Fogarty is probably the star name that they have, and Connor Delaney in, in 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 fullback as well, another Kilkenny player. But you know, after that, they don't have a huge amount of household names. But every year in Kilkenny, they always seem to be up around quarter final, semi final stage. They've got to a lot of semi finals over the last ten years. And you know they they're not going to be they're not going to be not going to roll over very easily to O'Loughlin's this weekend. You know O'Loughlin's have been going well. You know they they were they were beaten I think in the league final a few weeks ago, but that was again after penalties I think. So they're they're going along nicely and they're they're all the talk from from down here and in Kilkenny yet here is O'Loughlin Gales are the team with all the young lads coming and all the youngsters coming so they're going to be they're going to be putting up a big fight this weekend Mark Borgen seems to be doing a lot of hurling for them still he's doing a lot of the scoring but there's there's a lot of good players in O'Loughlin's but like I I, I like I like Castle Comer, to be honest, Aaron's on. I've, I've, again, I've, I have a good bit of experience of playing against them in, in different challenge games, and they have a lot of good hurlers. They have a lot of good players there, and you know, with lads like Connor Fogarty and Connor Delaney there in the spine of their team, they're, they're, they're going to put it up to O'Loughlin's, and they're definite. O'Loughlin's are going to have to be under toes this weekend if they're going to take them. Again, if you look at it from the outside, uh, Aaron's on beat Tullerone last week, and. Like Tullerone are no bad team. They're in it. They're in a semi-final in the relegation. But look at the players Tullerone have, and uh, uh, Castle Comer beat them. They're intermediate All Ireland champions. So Castle Comer are a serious team. I, I think this one is going to be very, very tight, and I wouldn't be one bit surprised if Castle Comer got over the line. But probably from experience and 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 from know-how and things like that, you'd probably think O'Loughlin's will win. But again, as I said, I think it'll be very tight. Yeah, the third quarter final then probably the toughest game to call. Um, Dixborough obviously Martin Gaffney up front playing very well, and Killian Buckley really seems to be getting back to his old form. And then Bennett's Bridge. Um, the talk really is that Liam Blanchfield is absolutely flying it, and Nicky Clear from the place ball, and then Rob Lennon and Jason Clear as well in the back. Like Bennett's Bridge are a very good side, and it's amazing how far they've progressed from winning the junior All Ireland to the intermediate All Ireland, and now probably in the top four in Kilkenny, but Dixborough flying as well, it's it's a tough one to call. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one to call really, you know. Uh Dixborough have won a championship maybe a few years ago and they're they're again, as you said, backbone by by by, by Killian Buckley, Bill Sheen and Gaffney there, you know, they they're they're probably their main players and you know, Bennett's Bridge, as you said, Nicky Clear got 11, 11 frees last week out of twenty. By all accounts, Bennett Bridge wouldn't be that happy with how they performed last weekend. They 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 they, they won against 14 men, but their performance was kind of sluggish. So they'll be looking this weekend now to 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 pick it up a good bit. Bennett Bridge have a, have a lot of young players. To be young enough team, there's not there's not a lot of I suppose players over the 30 mark playing on their team. So they've won a club club uh, an All Ireland club title in intermediate and junior level. So they're going they're going to fancy themselves this weekend to put it up against Dixborough and 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 start to really show the potential that they have. Really, you know, they're coming in as a little bit under the radar, but you know, I th- I think they're going to be hard to be best. To be honest, Dixborough. Dixborough have good players and a good team, but it's going to be very close. There's not going to be much between this game and. If I, if I was to call it, I think Bennett's Bridge will probably get that little bit more out of themselves this week. I know they weren't happy with how they played last week, and they'll get a little bit more fire into their bellies this week and, and, and come out all guns blazing with, with lads like Liam Blanchfield up front and Rob Lennon at the back. And, you know, as we said, Nicky Clear scoring the freeze. I think I think Bennett's Bridge, if I if I was to call it from the outside, I, I, I'd give them, give them the vote on this one. Then the final quarter final, um, Ballyhale Shamrocks versus Clara live on TG Carr. Um, Ballyhale obviously losing Henry Shefflin as manager, um, Adrian Mullen to injury, and Michael Fenley to retirement was was going to catch up with them, but they've looked like they've rediscovered. Richie Reid has settled in to centre back. Owen Reid, Owen Cody, and TJ Reid flying it up front. But saying that Clara are no bad team to get directly into the quarter finals, and Leicester Ryan is going to be vital for them. Yeah, sure. Clara, Clara and Kilkenny have won what two championships in the last six or seven years. So you know they they have a lot of experience and know how as well. You know they've won the they've won the league final lately in Kilkenny as well. So they're 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 very much up there and in form in Kilkenny. But 
you know, it's hard to look beyond Ballyhale really in Kilkenny again. You know, they're, if they if they bring it, they're going to be hard to be beaten. You know, it'll find, anybody will find it hard to beat them. Look look at the strength of their like you go through their forwards alone. You're talking about TJ Reid. You know, one of the best players of all time, Colin Fenley. They're the, they're the star names, but then you've Brian Cody, you've Owen Cody, you've Owen Reid. You know what a corner forward in club playing playing Owen Reid has been. I know Owen well from from my days back playing in college in WIT, and he's been playing there for ten or twelve, fifteen years maybe with with Bally Hale and always chipping in maybe with three or four points or one, two or three. You know they've they've lads to look at all the time, and that's that's with that they're missing Adrian Mullen. So add him into the mix. There's there's a set of six forwards that that any any club or any team would would be absolutely delighted with and and it strike fear into any opposition so the key to the game and it's pretty obvious but the key to the game is can clara shut down the bally hill uh, forwards can 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 they can they get up close to them again i haven't seen clara this year i know I, I know they have a lot of good players and a lot of experience but are they going to change their system or are they going to play with the same way that they've always played i, I don't know i can't answer that you know really where, where can you get at bally hale is probably at the other end you know they've they've good 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 hurlers and good players but with michael fenley gone out of the spine of their defense richie reed is a, is, a, is a very good hurler and a very good player but is 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 he is he really? He's not the same player as Michael Fenley, you know. It, Fenley brings a solidity there. Richie Reid has, has 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 a lot of good attributes himself. But but if you were Clara, it's obvious. But you have to shut down, try and shut down their forwards as best you can. But you're going to have to try and get a big score against Ballyhale as well. If you're going to beat them, you probably need to be getting at least up to the twenty point mark to have any chance of beating them. Because even even if you hold that forward line, they're still going to get. Get get up up maybe around the twenty point mark. So for Clara this weekend, the key is try and nullify them as much as they can at the back, and then try and open them up at the back, uh, up at the other end, and try and try and get maybe two or three goals and 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 twelve or thirteen points. It gives them that 21, 22 points that might give them a chance. But I think if Ballyhale bring it, there's nobody going to bring beat them in Kilkenny this year again. To be honest with you, they're a little bit ahead. They're not all Ireland club champions for nothing, so I, I I'd be going with them, and they're they're starting to really they're starting to go through the gears again. So it's going it's going to be interesting to see can anybody stop them? Absolutely, some intriguing uh, clashes this weekend, and the rescheduled game in the Offaly Senior Hurling Championship of Burr and Sir Kieran always takes takes place this weekend. But um, thanks a million for your time, Rory Jacob. Thanks, Paul.